Welcome to impactboom.org. We search the globe to find the people, stories, ideas, and inspiration to help you create maximum positive impact. Each week, Impact Boom brings you thought-provoking interviews with world-leading practitioners passionate about creating positive social change. These designers, social entrepreneurs, educators, innovators, thinkers, and doers share their projects, initiatives, thoughts, and insights on creating a better world. You can find all the stories, links, and other great content at impactboom.org. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter for the latest updates, or subscribe to the newsletter or on iTunes. What happens when 1,200 social entrepreneurs from 67 countries come together to advance the global social enterprise movement? During the Social Enterprise World Forum, as proud media partners, Impact Boom interviewed over 40 people to hear their key insights and takeaways in an effort to advance the conversation beyond the forum. In its 11th year, the Social Enterprise World Forum didn't disappoint. It's important to note the huge effort of the British Council team, the entire SEWF board, as well as team members Joanne Seagrave and Helen Harvey in making it a success. The week produced a hive of exciting activity with urban and rural tours, an academic and education symposium, policy forum, youth week, and fun cultural evenings. It was an exciting time for Ethiopia, with Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed Ali being awarded a Nobel Peace Prize just a week before the forum commenced. So some of the key themes to emerge from our interviews and conversations during the forum included the strength of MEDEMA, or synergy, amongst global social enterprise practitioners when meeting at this scale. The forum shows what's possible when people come together to collaborate, but there's work to be done to strengthen the global movement. It's paramount that we continue to support one another and combine efforts globally. And as Claire Carpenter points out, business and personal development does take time. And whilst we need to create the space for that, we also need to act with urgency. The importance of continuing to build and strengthen the global network, which needs to happen in parallel with strong local movements and networks providing a solid foundation to tackle inequality. We have a need to listen to communities as they know best. So much can be learned from indigenous knowledge and ways of being. There's an urgency to bring others with us on this journey. Amongst the movement of movements seeking to address deep social, cultural and environmental issues, we need to break down the silos and understand that to do this at meaningful scale, we need collective impact. Strong storytelling, finding common language and creating a stronger brand for social enterprise and awareness as a movement are critical. And remaining mindful of the environmental impact when gathering at this scale, as well as working to scale events like these to much larger audiences, with digital tools providing strong opportunities moving forward. Personally, I drew great energy from the amazing collection of people leading the global movement and have returned to Australia recharged and with fresh knowledge. There is a sense of urgency to the work we're doing at Impact Boom, and we're grateful to be part of a supportive global community. This year's forum drew to a close with an energetic handover and celebration, with the great news being that the forum will be hosted in Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada in 2020. So we'll most certainly look forward to seeing you there. So here are the highlights from the interviews we took on the ground. We hope you enjoy them and we'd like to thank everyone who contributed to this podcast. My name is Pete Dowson, co-creative at Digital Storytellers. For me, the number one takeaway from Social Enterprise World Forum 2019 in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, is how a single word can become a story with the power to energise an entire nation. 
Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed Ali managed to unite Ethiopia after decades of separatism, war and genocide using a single word, uh, medema, which means synergy in Amharic. This concept encompasses values such as tolerance, forgiveness, and instills a sense of civic pride across the entire majority of the population. Now I know why Abiy Ahmed won the Nobel Peace Prize, and I'll draw inspiration from his commitment to peaceful democratic process in the face of seriously entrenched opposition. I'll always remember that a single word can become a powerful story for positive change. Hi, I'm Amber O'Connell from the Department of Jobs, Precincts and Regions with the State Government of Victoria. Uh, besides the unparalleled Ethiopian hospitality, the key highlight of the Social Enterprise World Forum 2019 for me was simply being part of the incredible Australian delegation. Uh, how the Aussies represented at and contributed to the forum makes me really proud. We're already doing so many amazing things and, and the connections made at the forum and sharing those experiences will only amplify that both at home and, and across the globe. Uh, my key insight from the forum is, is that we're part of a global movement. We're not change makers acting alone, we're part of something much bigger. Uh, there's no competition, there are no borders. We're all striving for a more sustainable, inclusive society and a new economy to enable and support that vision. And only together does that idea truly become possible. We're sharing, we're connecting, we're collaborating, we're challenging and above all, we're acting. And that's going to last well beyond the week in Ethiopia. My name is Adelaide Sheikh. I'm from South Africa. I work for the University of Johannesburg. I'm an academic and I love social entrepreneurship, trying to get that entrenched within the university curricula. And what I take away from the conference here is that we're also learning, but we're all excited. And I think if we combine our efforts, we will be able to shift something in terms of social challenges, social ills. And I think that um, this conference is beautiful because we like-minded people, slightly awesome and crazy, but lovely people. And um, I've met people from across um, continents and it really brings us together, this common purpose to do good and do well. My name is Feta Asrat, I'm from Tumsalet Kitchen, Ethiopia. The biggest takeaway from the Social Enterprise World Forum 2019 is we have to support each other. Those of us in the social enterprise are not many and we are striving, striving to stay in business and do, and do all those social activities. So we have to stay together, support each other and make the best of uh, everything we have. My name is Gladys Roxon from Ghana. And I'm so happy to be here because I got to network. I got to learn a lot from social enterprises. And I love everybody I've met here. I think I've actually built a good family. You guys are even part of it. Tony Fox from Australia, making it happen. Uh, more than the content of the forum, it's the connection with the people that come to the forum. And that's been the most special thing for me. Hi, my name is Carly Daly and I am from Mama Got Skills. My biggest takeaway from the Social Enterprise World Forum this year is that it was a coming together for me of people all around the world that are trying to make social change and it was really special to have us all there in one space and it's those 
those chats, those talks, those dances in between the conference, all those little things that go towards creating this this energy and this momentum that basically says that we are on the right path to creating a better world for everyone. So, yeah, I guess the takeaway is that it's not where you are, although it was amazing. It's who you're with and the people were amazing. Uh, my name is Elbeth Altasama and I'm from Falak Journals and Bags. We make uh, notebooks from recycled papers and leather bags. What I liked best about the social enterprise forum is how we got to network and see out of our horizon and like meet other people and try to push the conversation just a bit further. It's Tom here from Start Some Good. For me, the highlight was just meeting social entrepreneurs from all around the world, and in particular from Africa. I think social entrepreneurs from Africa have you know, a particularly inspirational, I think, approach to overcoming some really profound challenges in their communities. And in particular, I'm thinking of a couple of social entrepreneurs from Rwanda that I spent time with who have a life story that's just beyond anything I've ever heard before. Orphaned by the genocide, you know, cycling through different foster families, and yet they're so proud of their country, so positive, so switched on, so optimistic, and so hardworking to create a better future for their community. And it was the same with the entrepreneurs I met from Somalia, from Ethiopia, from other parts of the continent. And that was a, that was a new experience for me and a, a profound experience to learn about these other life stories, and of course puts my own challenges in real perspective. Social entrepreneurship is really hard, but it, it also reminded me that, you know, I have incredible privileges being here in Australia and that despite the fact that I might periodically criticise government philanthropy and, and others for the lack of support for the sector and, and where I think they could be doing more or better, we're very fortunate in the support that we have and the growing movement um, that we're building here locally and the, the support that we receive, and I think not just from institutional players, but particularly from each other. And I think that's really uh, one of the highlights of the Social Enterprise World Forum was that sense of community and that sense of peer support that social entrepreneurs from all around the world always have when they get together. Uh, and that's what I'll treasure, that's what I'll remember, and that's why I'm determined to go to future Social Enterprise World Forums. My name is Jen Bourne, and I am the CEO of Solutions for the Planet. We're a UK-based social enterprise running a sustainability-focused enterprise program in high schools across the UK. The conference so far has been networking with other small social enterprises, working in education with young people internationally and finding ways of us connecting directly, sharing our knowledge, experiences. There's a lot of shared challenges that we all experience and having this opportunity for everyone to come together, network, chat to each other. It's the informal sessions as much as the formal sessions that we can get so much value out of. So it's been a fantastic opportunity. Kim from Features. <laughs> I think we have a lot of like-minded social entrepreneurs because we always like, feel lonely sometimes and having people from all around the world having the same mindset, it really encourages us uh, and tell, telling ourselves that what we're doing is probably on the right track. Peter Brown, British Council. For me it's the connectivity, it's the connections that are being made here, the conversations that are being had, the passion um, that is evident everywhere in everything, you know, everything everyone is saying. It's just uh, fantastic to see, um, you know, the globe coming together um, with one thing in mind, social purpose, so social impact. It's fantastic. 
So Claire Carpenter from The Melting Pot in Edinburgh. And my uh, biggest takeaway from this forum, other than it's wonderful to reconnect with good people, I really love the people that you meet here and find other people very values-orientated making stuff happen. It's always lovely. And then you build up that network year after year. And it cements my perspective that uh, business development as well as personal development takes time. Relationships take time. And you come back year after year and you strengthen those relationships. And other people are like, oh, actually, do you know, I could have, you know, we could do something together. Or I need to, uh, somebody I want to introduce you to. And we're building a web, like, like the brain. We're building a web of connections. And some of those neuro pathways between people get strengthened and some are new ones that, uh, that are formed just on the connection, new connections that are made and uh, together we're yeah, creating that world wide web of social impact and that's really exciting and just nice people it's fun, you know, it's all good and it's lovely here it's lovely, the, fan- the weather's perfect <laughs> more, more nice warm places in November please, or end of October <laughs> Hello, my name is Bianca Staworski and I'm from Warrida Holistic Wellness. So for me, the highlight of the Social Enterprise World Forum this year was seeing the diversity of social enterprises, not only across Australia, but also globally. That there are so many amazing, passionate people creating real change in the world. It was very inspiring. And my key insight, that a simple chance meeting or a yarn over a cuppa has the very real potential to change people's experiences on a local, national and global scale. That passionate people not only create positive change, but almost draw that energy in. I was honoured to be amongst that creative space. Hi, this is Belinda Morrissey from the English Family Foundation. And for me, the highlights of the Social Enterprise World Forum are just too many to list in a minute. One of the key highlights was around the fact that the forum was held in an emerging country like Ethiopia. That of itself was an amazing experience and being amongst 70 other countries and their delegates and learning and listening and talking was phenomenal. The collegiality amongst the Australian delegates was second to none and I know that deep, deep partnerships have been established, which is so inspirational. And I think the three key takeouts for me was the sense of urgency that we are running out of time. We need to get onto this now. The sense of synergy and collaboration that we can't do this alone. We need to do it together. And the power of storytelling. These three components together really stayed with me long after the forum was finished. Susanna Bebilacqua here of Moral Fairground. This is the first time I attended the Social Enterprise World Forum and the highlight for me was the confirmation that collaboration is key in succeeding as a social enterprise, no matter where you are in the world and what you do. Yet it is the hardest thing to do as it involves letting go of our ego and the concept of ownership. It requires for us to change our mindset about how we measure success We need to change from a competitive model to a collaborative model of doing business. The other highlight was the opportunity to feel part of a global movement that collectively is changing lives, building communities and growing prosperity. Biggest takeaway from the forum for me, probably the energy. 
that being in Ethiopia has brought to the forum. The contribution of delegates, the networking has been absolutely outstanding. Obviously, we, we look at it through as an organizer. We have a load of lenses on this forum, technical and everything. How is the delegate experience? And at this stage, with a half a day to go, uh, our perspective is that the delicate experience has been outstanding because it's the largest number of countries represented. Therefore, the conversations are the most diverse conversations that we've ever had. Okay, my name is Chinyawa Koronu. I am the co-founder and managing director of the Waste Creed Hub. Basically, what we do is an environmental innovation uh, space that educates people on creative waste, that they can transform waste into new products and services. Uh, the program entirely has been very inspiring, very motivating, so much information and insight. Um, I feel like we need to have more of this where people can share information freely without panicking about, oh, who's going to do this, <laughs> who's going to do that? And I like the fact that it feels like a whole, a whole open source center people are very like oh what do you need how can i support you and that's what we need to drive social enterprise in not just africa but in the rest of the world hi tom it's emma kate here from cusack and food connect personally for me the highlights from the social enterprise world forum was being able to pitch alongside yourself and luke terry to be able to meet the the full board and argue our case was a great experience and of course, being able to present on the stage at a full plenary on food systems, which is my number one big passion. And my other highlight, of course, is just being able to hang with all of my Aussie friends, um, being able to form deeper relationships with our interstate brothers and sisters. It's just been an amazing experience. Um, and I guess the big insight that I got from the forum was that um, networks can be uh, can actually be taken global. So really looking forward to having that conversation with, you know, fellow social entrepreneurs in Ethiopia, Africa and beyond to really ramp up grassroots organising in this space. Hey there, it's Mikey at Digital Storytellers based in New South Wales in Sydney. For me, the highlight of Social Enterprise World Forum was learning about the importance of networks. The World Forum is the biggest baddest network that we as social entrepreneurs have and can be a part of. And for a few precious days after the forum itself, I got to meet some of the forum leaders who have been working for over a decade, or in some cases individually, decades, to build the network and collaborations that exist in the social enterprise sector. With these networks, we can collaborate more strongly, we can advocate for what we need, we can have a better and stronger social enterprise brand and name in the world. And together, we're stronger and more powerful in creating change. So it's great to be a part of that at the forum. And no doubt, I would recommend that to anybody who's looking to grow or learn or lean into social enterprise. Sharon Zivkovic from Community Capacity Builders and Wicked Lab. A social enterprise world forum highlight for me came from the members of the Connecting Education to Communities panel during the Academic and Education Symposium. The panel members discussed the need for social entrepreneurship programs to take a systems approach. Community Capacity Builders has recently redesigned its program to take a systems approach. So that was very reassuring to hear from the panel. A key insight for me came during the Social Enterprise Network session that Cinnamon Evans, the chair of SEMVIC, chaired. There were three participants on the panel that were supporting networks in Ethiopia, Kenya and Sri Lanka. I asked the question, what opportunity is there to establish a global network of social enterprise networks during that session? 
The panel members were all very keen to establish a global network once we had strengthened the social enterprise networks in our own countries. Hélène Malandin from the Akina Foundation in New Zealand and um, Chair of the Social Enterprise World Forum Board. So my biggest takeaway so far is that we really have to make sure that we listen to the communities because it's not a question of reinventing the way you know, we work together and we do business. It's really about understanding what well-being looks like to them because they, they know best. I'm Ava Smallhall from the UNDP in Somalia and the biggest takeaway from this particular SEWF conference was how important it is to consider traditional ways of living and being when we're looking to the future and how we can actually create such a more beautiful future together when we marry our technologies with indigenous ways of being. My name is Kat Dunn from Grameen, Australia and my key highlight or insight from the Social Enterprise World Forum was around entrepreneurial income generation solutions uh, of refugees and migrants. The entrepreneurial refugee network in the UK said that 70 million people are forcibly displaced globally, but host societies are failing to include these people. And so these displaced migrants are solving their problems by themselves. 20% uh, of this community is starting their own businesses and of the ones that become viable, they employ up to six people. And yet only 1% of government investment is going towards supporting these businesses. And I think that is a key opportunity, not just for the European and African countries, but for Australia as well. So investing in migrants and refugees to create employment opportunities. I came from Bangladesh. My name is Shamuli Mujumdar. Organization name is Organization for Women's Development in Bangladesh. Actually, we do some social service work. Now for last four years, we are doing social entrepreneurship as well with the rural agriculture-based women, 600 women with us. But here I came with a question that if social entrepreneurs will be a profit-making organization like Corporate House, how that grassroots women, they can come out from the poverty circle. So I like to offer today also, I offer through social investment panelers that is it possible to make a system where the profit from social entrepreneurship will be distributed to that grassroots women by those whom we are working for social entrepreneurship, like a cooperative society. Everyone has sharing about social entrepreneurs' profit. They have bank account. After one year, when we count the profit and loss, then some profit will go to also their account. So they can, they can scale up from the poverty circle. Otherwise, social entrepreneurs will be a false thing like microcredit system. It will be a mm, simple or false thing like a corporate house, only personal profit making, not for the actually poor people, especially for women. So uh, yeah. from Bangladesh, it is my urge to all of you, please do something for the poor women, those stay in the poverty circle. In the name of social entrepreneurship, don't um, exploit them. Thank you so much.
Uh, my name is Chogazani Daba. I'm from South Africa, Johannesburg, and I'm the founder of and the director of Ntetelele Foundation, which is an organization that works with young women and girls to help them build resilience. I love the culture here. I love the differences and the sharing of information and skills and how we can move forward in getting um, our businesses up and together. And more especially for us who are on the grassroots, um, the ideas of how we pull ourselves up and try and have a creative business mind instead of thinking of ourselves as charities. So I'm really, really excited. It has been very, very fruitful. And I look forward to next year. Uh, my name is Stephen Johnson. Uh, I'm from the UK and I work for the British Council. From this year, I think there's a real movement, um, especially in this region of the world, for a social enterprise sector and a social economy. And I'm really looking forward to seeing it develop in the next five to ten years. I'm a co-founder of Bisocial Canada, which is a social enterprise certifier in uh, Canada. My biggest takeaway is that uh, despite the tremendous sense of doom and despair that we often feel in the, in the world today, Social Enterprise presents a tremendous, tremendous model for optimism and hope for a better world and for the kind of change that we actually want to see. So I, I really strongly believe that despite nationalism and, and inequality, we have a model that can change that and change it rapidly. Hello, my name is Carolina Zishiri. I'm from the Inclusive Business Action Network. And the best thing about this year's Social Enterprise World Forum was that people are so open. I mean... Um, we had so inspiring discussions at our stand at the exhibition. And yeah, I think it is just great to, ha to exchange with people about their business models, how they are seeing certain things, and then also to see how we are fitting into their needs. And also it is great if you can direct them to, to resources and to other organizations that provide support to social enterprises. My name is Kabrat Abbebe. I'm the founder of the first private ambulance service system in Ethiopia and I'm the president of Social Enterprise Ethiopia. I'm in two panels. One of the panelists, like Social Enterprise and the Planet. So one of the questions that was raised was, you know, at the end of the day, what do you think that big corporate think about social enterprise. So I have never thought of this. And living in this planet, whether we are in corporate or are an ordinary citizen, we need to really critically think that we are living in this planet. We don't have to care from the, which category we are. Protecting this planet should be a responsibility for all of us. So it may be a sort of, you know, competition or, you know, if the social enterprise get stronger, corporate may lose their market. This should be balanced. I don't want anybody to lose his market. And at the same time, I want to protect the planet. So there has to be a room in which we can talk about it. Like I try to tell to my, my panelists that I was working hospital, that most of my colleagues were not in position to consider costs whenever they are doing something for the patient. So, not considering the cost, not considering the environment, will cost us. We need to call, you know, and everybody is trying to defend that. Uh, okay, uh, we are dealing with human life, we are very conscious about what we are doing, so who cares about the cost? So we invest unnecessarily to the patient that is just taking the treatment. 
So we are killing another thousands of patients by investing what we don't have to invest or what we don't have to really abuse. So when I was in the operation theater, the government bring some aid like the anesthesia machine to the operation theater and they are asking us to start the job without having a half a day training. Then we consider that, you know, this is costless, like, you know, nobody pay for this. We need to be sure that somebody pay for this. And we need to, to be very conscious about what is going on. And this education should be in the medical uh, education. Like, cost is a very important parameter for the physician. He needs to know what he's doing. Because resources are limited. Nothing has been changed. So this is, this is the way in which, you know, we need to be very articulate whenever we think about social enterprises what the government think about us, what the corporate level think, what the politician think about us. So this is the, the takeaway. We need to have a bigger brain, not only peculiarly solving that, the social enterprise that I'm working with. I'm running a private ambulance service system called Tabata in Ethiopia. Uh, it doesn't mean that, you know, I'm really focused there whenever I think about social enterprises. I have to have a bigger brain. Whatever effective and efficient my job is, unless and otherwise, the entire ecosystem is working to the same agenda of protecting the planet, giving efficient service for people, you know, we need to collectively think. So, you know, this type of thought should be there, in my opinion, and this is my takeaway. My name is Galana Disasa from Social Enterprise Ethiopia. Uh, I've been inspired, I've been challenged um, to rethink matrices and um, to rethink um, or like find mutual languages between maybe corporate and uh, social entrepreneurship and um, met lovely people. I'm excited. I'm Zoe. Uh, I come from Hong Kong and my startup is Pouyu Horticultural Therapy Services. Yes, we're serving the elderly. For me, I'm quite impressed for yesterday, the uh, seminar, they're talking about the partnership with different co big corporate. Because for me, I'm a startup and I'm really looking for the collaboration with the big corporation and I just started working on it. So it's a really valuable experience sharing by the speaker. So I, I could learn something from them. Uh, I'm Josiah Lockhart from Firstport in Scotland. Uh, so my biggest takeaway from uh, the forum this year is how we're still having a lot of the same conversations but realizing that the solutions we thought were right may not be right and we have to start evolving what they are. There's a lot of conversations going around about um, the new face of this or the new face of that or what does this mean in the new context and I think being in Ethiopia gives us a completely different perspective. Um, but I think we're now left with more questions and answers from this year which is, might be a good thing. Hi Tom, Donnie McClurkin here from the Post Growth Institute. Uh, thanks so much for the opportunity to share some thoughts with your podcast. Um, my highlight from the Social Enterprise World Forum was learning about Dulma Clark's not-for-profit Ethiopian uh, shoe company, um, the puncture-resistant shoes they're developing with Soul of Africa that employs uh, 100 workers plus I think 80 more in the supply chain. Um, with those workers being employed at four times the average national industry wage and that they were looking um, set to have manufactured 95,000 shoes this year using locally sourced materials with profits uh, having already supported the access to education for nearly 18,000 children that just blew me away um, and the uh, the 
takeaway as well from it all was that it feels like there's still a, a lot of conversation that needs to happen around the importance in my mind of the distinction between not-for-profit and for-profit social enterprise. Uh, lots of assumptions built into uh, the conversations that need unpacking. Thanks so much. Cheers. Okay, Zahara Lagasa from Ethiopia, Falak Motbots, I'm a co-founder. Uh, we just started, so we're so inspired to do more. Uh, we want to do more because we, we've only been around for four years. So for us, we're babies. So that's what I took away from is that we want to do more. And we're excited about it. Yeah, thank you. Brukzait Gabu from Whiskey's Workshop, Ethiopia. Diversity. My name is Jemima Welsh and I work for Impact. I particularly enjoyed the Youth Week at the Social Enterprise World Forum. Uh, I learned that young people from all over the world have a passion for social change, that access to finance is a really common concern, and that we need to be talking more about sustainability of social enterprise business models. All in all, it was a fantastic experience, and I'm so glad to have been there. Peter Holbrook from Social Enterprise UK. I'm on the board of the World Forum. I think we have to think much, much more further about how we can share uh, the messages and the content to a much, much, much wider audience than the 1,200, 1,500 people that are here, and actually how we really, really address the the kind of the, the waste that this conference generates, be that through carbon, be that through plastic bottles, be that through food waste. You know, we are getting better, but for me, you know, just to see the amount of plastic waste that we're generating doesn't sit well. And I just think I, that's an agenda that I really want to take away and drive forwards uh, yeah, beyond Ethiopia. But it's been an amazing, amazing opportunity to meet some of the most outstanding social entrepreneurs that I've ever come across. David Brooks, Social Traders. Apart from my role at Social Traders, I'm a director on the SAWF board. And it is with this hat on that I give my perspective on SAWF 2019. The key highlight for me was the strong vindication and affirmation of the board's decision taken a couple of years ago, I suppose, to hold the forum in Ethiopia. With over 1,200 people coming together from 67 countries around the world at the very impressive UN Economic Commission of Africa, there is no doubt in my mind that SEWF 2019 has already and will continue to provide a positive legacy for the development and growth of social enterprise in the city of Addis Ababa, the country of Ethiopia and the African continent. I do feel very privileged to be closely involved in SEWF over the last 10 years in contributing to our primary objective of building a bigger, stronger and more visible social enterprise movement. And we certainly took a further stride in this direction over the nine days of intense social enterprise activity, including the education symposium, policy forum, conference and exhibitions, and study tours. I was particularly impressed by the policy forum discussions covering uh, social enterprise ecosystem, building, market development, and creating enabling environments. Having over 60 Australian colleagues at SEWF 2019, the third largest delegation behind Ethiopia and the UK, was a big highlight for me, many of whom had key speaking and session facilitation roles. Top Aussie talent making their mark on the international stage 
on the other side of the world. I also acknowledge the leadership role that Tom Allen and Belinda Morrissey are playing in supporting the Australian social enterprise sector and their initiative with the Australian SEWF Bursary Fund that Social Traders was pleased to support. And can I finally give a big hats off to Mikey Lunig and the team at Digital Storytellers for the wonderful capture of SEWF 2019. Bring on SEWF 2020 in Halifax, Canada. Lauren Sears, Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Well, that we have a big job to do to make sure we do as good a job as Ethiopia did with, 20, or with 2019. It's, it's, it's really important. But uh, I really think the biggest thing I took away from this forum that reinforced what I learned last year is that we might be worlds apart, but we really all share the same sentiment and have the same challenges, and we're all open to sharing with each other. So that's what's really exciting and what's what I'm taking home with me. Uh, my name is Bradley Day. I'm from Canada. And um, this Social Enterprise World Forum in Ethiopia has been incredible. I've met a ton of awesome people. My favorite part of, of the whole thing was the debate about whether we should stay small in social enterprise or whether we should scale up. It was very powerful. Uh, the moderator was incredible, uh, very passionate, lots of great points made. Um, and I'm going to continued to scale. So I guess I, I sided with that side of the debate. Um, but yeah, no, it's been great meeting people and we're excited about Canada for next year. I'm Joseph Picklett Heyer from Joe Haven Nunavut, living in Halifax, Nova Scotia in Canada. We'll be hosting the Social Enterprise World Forum 2020 from September 23rd to the 25th. Come and join us and have a lot of fun on the East Coast of Canada. Thanks for listening to Impact Boom. You'll find links to the initiatives, people and resources mentioned in this podcast on impactboom.org. Please leave your comments below and remember, we'll be publishing fresh inspiration and insights to help you create positive impact every week on the website, Facebook page and Twitter.